All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I, Panthers got 13 Canadians, and Vegas got 16 Canadians. And, and, uh, They're I, the most in the playoffs. And uh, I'll just give you an illustration that the Rangers have three. Canadians got brought, get brought up uh, thinking of Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup. And 13 Canadian Panthers had 13 Canadians. And Vegas has 16 Canadians, so that's I just I thought I'd throw that in. I'm going to throw that in until they win it. That's right. Well, whoever wins, if the Panthers there, win, and it's I, the most... I, I watched the game last night. I said, I don't care. I don't care. Vegas is going to win. They'll win. They'll win. Yeah. And, and they did. Yeah, it was a good game last night. It was a good game. So what do you think is going to happen in the series? All right, well, Vegas is going to win. They're going to win with the, with the 16 Canadians. They better win. Well, yeah, but we, they got... Panthers got ten boys from Ontario, yeah. So well, they might the, the boys from Ontario might start. Well, we and and they you notice they won't have anything to do with the Tay Chuck. Tay Chuck tried to start some trouble at the end there. Yeah, uh, you know when it was up a couple of goals. But if if if, he, if, the, if the scores are run up, one game gets yeah, up like it, four or five goals with about five. Somebody minutes will of, get him. Yeah, but Peter Angel might. He's a good hockey give player. A chop. He's a pretty good hockey player. You know, I was saying that we were watching that game last night and. Uh, uh, the, the Vegas goal, the, uh, the defenseman wound up, blast the shot, hit Duclair right on the ankle. And he that tried, bone. And he tries, to, you know, he tries to stay up and, and, and go around. You know, the guy walked around him and he scored. <laughs> I thought, that looked like that guy shot that puck on purpose. It did, it did look like he shot it on it purpose. It looked like, Ain't you want to block this shot? I'm going to tear your ankle off. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see him on the bench, the poor guy? Yeah. Like, oh. how did, when you played, your skates were nothing but like a leather boot it was like well a, a it, converse. Was, it was kangaroo it was kangaroo leather yeah and the guys used to take it and uh, have it sewn up to uh, at a, at the uh uh shoemakers what like put extra yeah stuff be, in to it? make it st- stronger like the ankles wouldn't move and i used to look at some of the guys ankles well didn't they used to have equipment that you could ankle protectors you could strap on around yeah what we used to have on i try to get the guy who used to use them was uh john rattel of all oh, guys yeah. made you look clunky though didn't they yeah they did if, if they were too well you, you wouldn't even notice it's everyone i got them I, and i showed them a few times on hockey night in canada yeah. yeah well they don't need them now because the boots are so well they have they have ones that are well, now instead of ankle guards, they have them for the front. Yeah, they have them for because, the front. Because the boots on the side are like you could shoot a bullet and it won't go through. But <laughs> Oh, boy. Does it hurt when you, you get... It looked like, and then that guy did look like he, he shot it. And then the guy went down. And he, he walked, walked around him and scored. Well, we say that all the time. If you think the, uh, a guy takes a shot at the goalie's head, I always say, do you think he was aiming for the goalie's head? Well, you, know, always, I, you always seem to be able to tell whether they're aiming or the not. The only guy I know that shot at the goalie's head and tried to hit him was Bobby Schmatz. And what did we call that term? Wasting it? <laughs> waste a shot on him? Oh, I used to waste one. Waste one. Yeah, and he, he like, you waste one when, you're get, when, you, when you know you can't go anywhere. Oh, you straighten them up. 
right? Straighten them, straighten them up. That's what he used to I just straighten them up a so bit. So then, you know, he shoots high on the goalie around his head, and the goalie kind of straightens up, and then the next one he puts right along the ice. Yeah, he, he got eight goals one year. Well, that that year against uh, L.A., he got I think he got seven goals on seven shots. Yeah, just thought I'd and I don't blame the, I don't blame Rogie Vashon either. He he made a Hall of Fame, Rogie Vashon. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the last of the great small goalies. Yeah, and he was good. So, Dad, the Leafs have a new GM, Brad Trebling. Yes, and he, do, and do you know uh, who his dad is? What you know, I was wondering that because I met his dad at one of uh, his dad used to go to the Bobby Orr big golf tall guy. Yeah, big tall guy. His dad used to go to the Bobby Orr golf tournament. Do you remember that? Yeah, the owner of uh, Boston Pizza. I remember he's Dragons Den. Yep. And he was a big tall guy, and this guy's a big tall guy too, and I, he looks like him too. Yeah, I remember you asking the guy. You said, "How did you name?" Your franchise, Boston Pizza, like you know, thinking that there was some connection to Boston, mm-hmm. and he says, "No, they, they just needed a strong-sounding name." You know what happened? What? Well, I asked. I asked him. At one time, it was owned by an old Italian guy, and he says he liked he liked, the, he liked Boston Bruins. You know, you know, I don't know why he liked the Boston Bruins. He says, I like that guy that plays that white hair, that blonde haired guy that plays for them on. And he said, Bobby Orr, he says, yeah, let's name it Boston. That's how it got named Boston Pizza. And these are the conversations that go on at Bobby Orr's golf tournament, folks. (laughs) No, Bobby never phoned me the other day and he gave me heck that I hadn't phoned him in a long, well, I hadn't (laughs) phoned him in a long time. I said, Bobby, I phoned you. And the lady says, uh... Do not accept. Oh, you don't have my right number. Anyhow, you have the wrong number. You have the wrong number. I remember you asking him. I said, yeah, I think that was." Oh, like, you're not going to bring that up again. Yeah, that <laughs> was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Cindy. Tell a story. Well, I, I think I told you. I asked him. Well, he was he was saying about how good fisherman he was. He was caught in three and four no, pound he bass. Loves fishing. He and all. And I said, uh, so he was talking a lot. And I said, so what kind of bait did you use? And he looks at me, gives me a real dirty and look. smoking a cigar, you were saying. Yeah, yeah. And everyone knows, like, uh, he goes, well, lures, of course, because, you know, we all sort of look down upon people <laughs> using live bait. And he goes, well, lures, of course. And all. So you really gave it to me because he knew what I was insinuating. And I truly didn't believe that he would know the connotations for oh, using he, live bait. I don't know. I remember one time we're sitting there and, you know, water, water, bottled water all over the place, all the bottles of water. He goes, look at this. Look, look at this waste. Look at this bottle of water. There's only three sips out of it. Nobody knows who it is. It's going to get thrown in the garbage. And I said, well, well, Bob, that is why I put my initials on my bottle of water. There. He goes, you know what, you're always thinking. See, that's what I mean. So he put his initials on, but the thing was he put it on the, the cap. Oh, well, yeah. What happened when he took the cap off? And yeah. then I said, well, Bob, I put my initials on the actual bottle of water. Was, yeah, once again, Cindy. I go, well, there you go. But anyway. So if you're Brad Trebling, what, the what, fir- would, what would be the very first thing you do? I would I'd get Hellebuck. I would, yeah. and, and he's not going to play for Winnipeg next year because he wants too much dough. Well, he's got one year left on his contract, yeah, well, but they won't extend him, so they're probably going to have to trade him, yeah, right? I would try to get a good goalie. just shows you what a good goalie will do. You bet the best goalie usually wins the, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, so do, do the GMs, do they wipe out their front office first, too? Like, does that, do they believe in no, that? Dubas did. Who? Dubas did. He fired everybody. He fired the front office. At well, the, you know who did, else did that? Was uh, Barry Trotz. Oh, yeah? Barry Pratt, 
trots. He he he, he fired everybody. Yeah. Well, you yeah. got to get your own guys in there. Trevling well, didn't though. He's kept everybody. But it's front but, office. I mean, I could see your coach and all that, but the front office. I mean, you know, answer yeah. the phone and everything. I mean, really. Well, you got to get Barry your own. Trotz. You hired that Andrew Burnett. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good. He was a good coach. You've been all around. He's going to be a good coach. Um, you know, he scored the, the first goal ever. I read this here. Uh, he scored the first goal ever that it's for Nashville. Who? Andrew Burnett. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, he was uh, he was assistant coach under Lindy Ruff. Oh yeah. And uh, and he led the Panthers with three hundred and thirty seven goals. I read that. Oh yeah. Was yeah, pretty good. good. Hey, he'll and, be a good coach. And he he been around and he and uh, you're not going to fool him. But the one thing you mentioned, Dad, is troubling. He's got to make a decision on the coach. One way or another, if he's going to fire him, if he's going to keep him, one way or another, do it because uh, he's got to get with another team. And uh, if you wait too long, they'll all be uh, all sewn yeah. up. I bet you Keith would get on another another team would hire him pretty quick. Well, and, and, he, and it was tough with the Leafs because evidently he was getting some messages from up above. Yeah, that's the thing that I uh, that's the thing that I uh, I thought that I I think that Dubas was fooling around a little bit too much with him. Somebody think- was fooling around because I remember when he when he put that goalie in, you just don't do stuff like that, and he pointed. Up above, I didn't. I didn't think of that. And then when he then when he gave heck to uh, the Leafs in Arizona, he gave the heck to Marner and Matthews. And then the next day, he had to apologize. Well, that oh dear. Well, that is the way nowadays. You yeah, have to apologize. You don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, you did when you were in when you were you were made coach and GM of the Rochester Americans. You kind of you didn't have a big front office, but you got rid of most of them, right? Well, I got rid of the two. <laughs> I, the, the two. No, I think the secretary quit. If you remember, quit. well, she. Well, I don't <laughs> want to go that. Anyhow, he, he does not listen. The way he, the pe- people he has to worry about is Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, um, the Nylander, and Tavares. That's the only guys he's got to make sure he doesn't lose. Because if he loses one of those, he loses those guys. Well, that's the thing, right? Like he's he's got to make a decisions with Austin Matthews because if they don't sign him by July first, then he has a no move trade or no move clause. Yeah, well, the, the, and then so then what do you do? You like you lose him for nothing, or you trade him later on? Well, that's going to be tough because he he'll be he'll be he'll be you know what he'll be making next year. I'll bet you if he if he has a good year, yeah, uh, he'd make about fifteen million dollars. Yeah, he'll be the highest paid guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you said that when you were watching him in the in the playoffs, you said you thought he was hurt. You you said there's something he he was hurt, and it looks like he's going to have to redo his wrist. They were saying Is that it. Yeah. He was shooting from a long ways out, and when you have a sore wrist, I mean, it it, did, it just didn't seem to have that snap it, like he yeah. had. And and you because you said that he goes there's something wrong with him. Like he, he says he's just not shooting it like he used to. Yeah, he was sh- shooting from too far out. But let's talk about Dubas, Cindy. You, oh, we were please, t- <laughs> Dubas, the whole deal, and it's kind of getting out now more and more that uh, he wanted to maybe kind of take Shanahan out of the decision making process. <laughs> that's what they. That's what the rumors going around that he wanted to have more autonomy, as he said, to make the d- decisions. Oh, yeah. And so he goes to Pittsburgh, and he's not GM. He's the head of hockey operations. Did, he, did they keep Brian Burke? 
No, Burke no, and Hextall. Oh, those, no, that's right. All those what guys am I are talking gone. about? They get rid of both but, of them. You know, see, so you and I were talking. Well, what do you what do you call that when you... Well, I called it the... Well, and we, we were discussing what the Peter principle is, but he just keeps going up. Like, he's failing, and yet he, he climbs up the top. I said, you know, Tim, if it's a woman doing that, keeps getting a better, better job and not mm. delivering, I don't know what you'd think, but I just don't get it. How well, does a guy like that just keep getting higher and higher up into the chain of command? Yeah, you know, because... Like, I looked at Dubas, his stats, yeah. right? So he took over the Sault Ste. Marie in 2011, 2012. And it, that's kind of tough because they, they didn't have a good team. But he was out of the playoffs. Then the next year, he was out in the first round. Then the next year, he was out in the second round. And then he made assistant GM with the Leafs. And then yeah. after the assistant GM, then he was made with the GM of the Leafs. He was out in the first round, out in the first round, out in the first round, out in the first round. Out in the second round, and now he's ahead of hockey operations. And you look and you go in Pittsburgh. Hmm. In, in Pittsburgh. So you go like, what did he do to get to that point where he could be ahead of hockey operations? He looks good. So now you look at. <laughs> so I said, look at because you and I, we've all said the Leafs should get Mark Hunter and get Dale as coach. Give it a shot, right, Mark Hunter. London Knights, they never rebuild, they only reload, lost in the finals this year. So the same times... They when, should be in the... They should, Peterborough did pretty good out there. In the uh, Memorial Cup. Yeah, in the Memorial Cup. But this was what Mark Hunter, this was his stats at the same time. Well, when Dubas was in the suit, Mark Hunter won the OHL championship, lost the Memorial Cup finals, then the next year won the OHL championship. And winning the OHL championship twice in a row is really hard. The, the Memorial Cup is harder to win than any, any because you know, you only get one shot at it. Well, usually you one yeah. shot. And then 2013-2014, they hosted the Memorial Cup 2016. They won, win the Memorial Cup. And then 2020, he wins the World Juniors. They've been in the Memorial Cup five times since... Mark and Dale yeah, took, o- took over. Trevor Whiffen was there. Yep. Our buddy was there. And Mark played 600 games and won a Stanley Cup. And he's, he's done all this in junior hockey yeah. and doesn't get a shot. And yeah. you have guys that have not done anything and are general manager and heads of hockey operations. So, I don't know, Tim. You got to say the right thing at the right. You have to have the right owner, and you have to have, you have to say the right thing at the right time. Like Mike Fuda, should be he should yeah. be he should. There's the guy that that should be uh, a general manager. And I and I told him I said you you can't go in and say that you know you know everything because they say oh I better get rid of this guy. Just go in and act stupid. Not and and they'll say well it would take well, no, I shouldn't say stupid. and then you're and then you're not a threat to anybody well yeah and, and you don't act stupid but don't don't but don't. Mark like I, I think you have to you'd have to be totally one hundred percent a confident guy because Mark and Dale would take right over yeah. like if you said to Mark or Dale put that goal yeah in, but you know who you'd be the blame would be Shanahan if they if they come in. And they failed, but they wouldn't fail. They wouldn't fail. No, they would never well, fail. Well, I always say, and I'll say it, I'll make it official. I think you guys are very kind to Shanahan. Well. You don't seem to knock him ever. Well, Brendan Shanahan, I, rem- I remember one time, I would, I'd give him, heck, he, would, he was in charge of one, at one time of handing out penalties. I remember, 
Memory, memory, memory. Yeah, I think he was something with the NHL for penalties yeah. or something. I think he had something to do with and that. And we were walking out, and, and he was walking out, and, he, and, he, and we were going into the car, and he opened the car door, and he was walking out with the, all the guys, all the NHL guys. And I hear my favorite guy doesn't like me anymore. Yeah. No, he said, am I still your fine broth of an Irish lad? Oh, that was it. Yeah. I knew he said something funny like that. Yeah. And all the guys laughed. And I said, yeah, you still are, even though you do do stupid things. But again, you just look at the success of Mark and Dale. And they say they never build, they only reload. And you and I, Dad, Cindy, we used to go out scouting 17 years. And the guy you saw the most... Was yeah. Mark was Mark Hunter? Mark, Mark. Hunter and uh, Dale DeGray were the two guys I you saw the most. Steve uh, Stales too, but Mark by far was the Mark, guy. That Mark was, was by, a cold ranger to be three guys there and there, and and he'd be there all by he'd himself. Be there watching, and, and you know, not just like most of the GMs would go out and they would look at the number one teams, right? He'd go out and look at the, like the fourth and fifth and. Sixth what do you say about one guy? He asked. He asked a question about one guy. About, what was it? Oh, I, we was we were. I told the last time he was sitting there and he asked me about a guy and I said, "Oh, he's pretty good." And, then, and he goes, "He's not chicken, is he? He's not yellow. I, I can't have a guy that's yellow on my team." I just he, he did say yellow, but he says I, I can't. And I said, "Well, he chirps." He goes, "Oh, I like guys that chirp." Well, I said, "Watch, well, he'll chirp." Oh, that's good. I like guys that chirp. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he's good. But I, I mean, it, it's just funny looking at Dubis's credentials, and you look at Mark Hunter's credentials. Well, he must you, be a smooth talker. To get oh, Dubas t- is, you know, it's, I can hear what Dubas said to those guys. You have to trust the process. You got to trust the process. That's his, that's his, that's his line, right? That is a uh, tagline. Right. But even then, like I was, we were watching or reading the news the other day and one of the reporters said he had went five winning seasons and you look and you go, well, you got to define winning. Is winning just making the playoffs in some people's eyes? I went to the seventh game in in overtime and got fired. Cindy and Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo grapes, they match your deposit up to $500. You get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big dough. And your first sports bet, they match you 25 bucks. And now it's playoff time, so you want to get in there. You think you know what's going on. It's always fun even to put a couple of bucks on it. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, Dad, we're going to take a couple of uh, questions from social media. And Steve from Facebook wrote, Panthers and Canes played four overtimes. What was the longest game you've ever played? Uh, I think it was in Quebec that uh, I think we were playing in overtime. And Daryl Sly. Like how many? Three? I think about three. Yeah. I don't think I ever played four. No, I never. I I know I never played in four. Uh, Three, I think it was the longest we ever played. And Daryl Sly said, I'm putting this puck in the net. And he got the puck, and he just went right down the center. Uh, I can see it now. And he hit the goalie, and the puck went in. The, both of them went into the net. And uh, Len Lundy was standing at the side and hit the, hit the, hit the, you know, hit the net. Yeah, it cro- hit the cro- uh, goal post. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he got credit for the goal. I, and I'm running around after the game. We just won a championship. Daryl, you scored that goal. Ah, never mind. Daryl said, don't, don't bother with it. I said, well, no, you scored that goal. And and, and uh, doesn't matter. He, he didn't he didn't care. But anyhow, that was uh, that was the closest. That was the year. That was the year that uh, that uh, uh, Eddie Litzenberg broke uh, uh, Harvey's hand. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the same year. Thank goodness. If, if Harv, boy, was Harvey ever good. He was still good. Why was he in the, why was he in the American League? Why, you want to know? Because he, he went, he... Like he was the Norris Trophy winner in the NHL. He, 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 was, he was first all-star. He was captain of the Stanley Cup championships, and they traded him to New York Rangers. You know why? Because he, he thought of guys like me in the minor leagues that, 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 and um, they traded him to New York. Because he was he trying to get the union? He tried to get the union, and, and we, you know, we, next, next show we'll have, I'll, I'll get all the guys that, that were in that tried to get the union and were shipped to Chicago. Anyhow, that was the longest I was. It was three, and I'm walking out with the puck, and I went and got the puck, and I was going to give it to Dr. Samuel McVeigh. I never forgot his name. Uh, he, I, could, I couldn't play anymore because I couldn't breathe. I had bronchitis or something, whatever I had. And he says, I'm going to put you on uh, uh, heavy doses of prednisone. <laughs> Kim, that's your drug of choice. Yeah. yeah. It's a kidney transplant they put you on prednisone. High dosages, yeah. Well, anyhow, I got on that, and he says, it'd be so high. He says, you'll, you'll love it. And he started me off, and he put me right up to 10, I think. I was 10. I was 10. <laughs> and boy, did I ever feel good. And by God, right after that, it was as clear as a bell. And uh, Dr. Snappy, so I'm walking out afterwards and I had the puck. I remember I had the puck on my thing and I, I had to be walking out with Joe Crozier. And I said, I'm going to, I think I told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. He said, hey, I said, I have that puck. I'm going to give it to Dr. Samuel McVeigh, the winning goal. He says, give it to me. And I said, well, I was going to give it to the doctor. He says, give it to me. I wonder if he, I often wonder if he ever did give him that puck. No, oh, but so we, I, tell, we, talk, we talked about that Harvey he said that tell that story because I think a lot of people didn't wouldn't believe it that Crozier said there's no way we're winning this. Joe Crozier said there's no way we're winning this. We're winning the cup. He said if uh, if Harvey keeps playing the way he's playing, <laughs> and, he went, and the first shift out, I don't know whether he knew it or not, and I don't know if he talked to him when they already broke his hand. Who broke his hand? Eddie Letzenberger. Oh. You have another good story about Eddie Litzenberger, about him upsetting Jerry Cheevers. You want to tell that story? I don't know. Well, okay, I'll tell it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, it folks, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> and, but anyhow. Why don't we, we'll tell that next week. Cause we're yeah, running, we'll tell that next week. We don't have a little thing. bit long. Okay, okay, Dad, one of your old teammates from Hershey, Pennsylvania, passed away. Yeah, and I told you about it then, Cindy, or you, and I asked him, and I, I said, do you know this guy? And you'd never heard of him. So his name was Wilmot Charles Willie the Whip Marshall. Oh, he... So just again to give you an example of who he was, he played in the American Hockey League when, when you were playing, right? Yeah, he played yeah. with him in Hershey. When he retired, he held the all-time record in the American Hockey League for most goals, most points, most assists, most hat-tricks, and most games played. He won three Calder Cups and was an all-star four times and made the American... And never got a shot. America, yeah, he played 30 games in the NHL. That was it. And the AHL, the American Hockey League, the William Marshall Award is for the guy who scores the most goal each season. So it's like the American League version of uh, Rocket Richard Trophy. And, he, and the guys go down there, who's Willie, Willie Marshall? He, you know what he did? He, he was, I have to admit, and Willie wouldn't mind this, me saying this, he was a drinker. He, he, he never ever went bananas or anything, you know. He, like, uh, I knew a few guys that used to go bananas all the time. 
Oh, I, I got to tell you a story about this time. Scotty Alexander was our trainer in uh, in Hershey. I bought a beautiful uh, trench coat, and he burned it. He burned it. He used to smoke a lot. Everybody smoked back in those days. And he burned a big hole in the front, but he wore it anyhow. And I remember Willie had to think, do you smell something burning? Oh, and nice. He did. He give it to him. Oh, I can't tell you what he said to him. You, nothing. And... And Willie kept saying, I still smell something burning. It was it was tough. Willie the Whip, and he, he turned religious halfway through or through his life or something. And, yeah. and we're going to end on... on and he so to, just give us like an example. Who do, If he was playing in the NHL, how much would he be making today? And who, who does he kind of I, play? Tim, I can't tell you what he would be making today. In today's hockey, yeah. and back then it was big boy hockey. Yeah. And you'd stand in front and you'd get killed. And um, I talked to the penalties last night. Anyhow, I would say, uh, I, can't, I can't think of anybody. You said he was kind of like Marner, but a little tougher. Well, he was, he, nah, he was kind of like Marner. Kind of like Marner. But he, he, he was one of those, kind, well, you know what he was like? He was like Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, after the game, you'd never know what he, he was even playing. <laughs> and, and you'd look at the goal. You get three goals. How did he get three goals? It reminded me of Gretzky. Yeah, come to think of it. Uh-huh. Anyhow, I'd like to end with uh, one of his uh, poems, and I think he'd like that. Not the man. I'm not the man I used to be. I was blind and thought I could see. I walked in darkness as if it were light. I did everything wrong and said it was right. No, I'm not the man I used to be. All my sins I left on my Savior's knee. He rearranged my life. He set me free. No, I'm not the man I used to be.